Live from the Bills' famous cheese spread studios in the downstairs pub, the Blockout Sports Pod is back on the air. Behind the master control desk in the aforementioned downstairs pub, I'm your host and moderator for the evening, Travis Carter. Over my right shoulder at the high top table, as always, is the big fellow, the tuna country, Matt Kempf. And bellied up to the bar, a man who has dined with kings and queens and slept in alleys eating pork and beans, the fabulous one, Freddie Benders. <laughs> Fellas, how Hello. we doing? <laughs> We're doing good. It's bowl time. Uh, watching uh, Oklahoma. Did they just take the touchdown? Oh, they're going for two. I'm sorry. The Oklahoma, Florida State. Cheese It Bowl is going on right yeah. now live. The hottest team, while hottest team in the country is getting spanked by Brent Vegetables. Hmm. Are they really the hottest team in the country? They, so, they were supposed to be, from what I've heard, Florida State has got everybody here. They're all together. They're fans. They're quarterback is coming back and he's playing well that and it's all i mean the, oklahoma is supposed to be missing literally everybody yeah yeah more than anyone in division yeah. one so maybe they'll be really and, good next uh, year apparently they're deeper than the sec so yeah SEC sucks we'll get into that later i think we'll also get into how the acc is playing gritty <laughs> can you say gritty all right back yeah. to you travis back to you <laughs> We are we are on social media at Blockout Pod on Twitter at Blockout Pod. Like to thank everybody that's uh, stuck with us and has been listening. This is what uh, episode number eight, eight I eight. believe, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, eight episodes in and uh, just keeps getting a little bit bigger every week. We really appreciate everybody that's listened and has reached out and uh, let us know what they think about the show. Um, we are going to get into, obviously, the college football playoff games are this weekend, as well as uh, some of the, or most of the other big bowl games. Uh, the game that uh, that I've been talking about the last couple of weeks is, uh, and I picked last on last week's episode, uh, the three of us are going to watch together after we finish recording this, uh, Washington and Texas, which uh, should be a great football game. And I think all three of us have an uncomfortable amount of money on Washington. <laughs> <laughs> that that may or may not be I true. I, I I will not disclose what that. What scares me, the amount of money that's trending on, on Washington right now. I think it's like 73% of the bets are coming in on Washington. Is so, that right? Yeah, that's enough to be scared. I'm very concerned about that. Yeah. Well, I wish you wouldn't have told me that, Tuna. Well, sorry. I so can't you- help but... I, I had to share my information. You gonna do what I did just a little while ago? No, in panic no, mode. No, go bet Oklahoma <laughs> after you thought Florida we, State was gonna kick ass all for the last three weeks. Real men don't hedge their bet, and your bookie's gonna cut you off. By the way, if you keep hedging like that. Speaking of real men, I did bet the under at halftime and won. That a boy. That's that just really shows that your balls dropped. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get started uh, for the third week in a row. Uh, we'll start things on a little bit of a somber note. Uh, we lost today one of the global icons of all times uh, in the world of athletics with the death of Pele. Uh, the only man to win the World Cup three times. Um, widely considered to be the greatest soccer player of all time and also given credit for being the first person to really introduce uh, mainstream America to the sport of soccer when he joined uh, the New York Cosmos in the, I guess that was in the early 70s. Um, yes. You know, and there are very few people that are worldwide famous for as long as he has been that you only need one name. To describe him by, you know, you have Elvis. Cher. Ali. Ali uh, immediately comes to mind. Um, and I know that over the, you know, he's been retired from competition for, what, 40 years? So that the level of fame isn't nearly what it obviously once was, but he's still a worldwide icon. I saw where uh, Andy Warhol, the artist, who famously said everyone will be famous for 15 minutes in their life. Uh, 
he took pictures of Pele one time, and he said, uh, he said, this guy will be famous for 15 centuries, which I thought, <laughs> which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, do you remember remember that movie that came out when you were a kid called Victory? Yeah, with uh, Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. Never seen that. Michael Caine. Oh man, is it yeah, Michael Caine? Michael Caine yeah. was in it, and it yeah. was about you know the prisoners over there that get a soccer team together and they help them uh, escape. It's kind of like the dressing room. Tunnels. Never heard of this. You gotta see it. It's sp- fantastic. It's one of those movies that when I was a kid. And I would go over to a relative's house that had cable television. Uh, it was on HBO all the time. Yeah, when I was Back a kid, in the day when it first, when, <laughs> when cable first came on. I'll tell you what, I'll watch it when you two listen to me and actually watch Good Rivals on um, yeah Amazon. Yep. Yes, so, I need to yeah. do that. There yep. you go. But uh, Pele was in it. He played a prisoner, and uh, he showed his skills off. Uh, pretty cool. I feel like we're starting every week off like this. Can we I just know. go one week without losing an icon? Hell, I almost I, I died just want today. That. Like we we need that. Yeah, Freddie. Well, I said icon. I'm not. Oh, well, <laughs> like, well, well, I, I mean, I haven't well, reached that. Hey, I, I, close. Who are you talking about? I mean, <laughs> if there ever was an icon, it's f- the fabulous one over there, Freddie. Why don't you tell us uh, just briefly what happened to you it's today? Been, this near death experience. Santa Claus. I mean, I, I went. I, you know, I was like, you know what? All the decorations outside, the greenery and everything, I can leave that because it's good stuff for New Year's. Uh, but the Mickey Mouse light up and the Santa Claus light up, those can go away. And uh, so I, I started to unplug one, and the plug, it was, I, was half the cover was off, and I, I picked it up, but I didn't think it was plugged in still. Uh, and uh, bam! Shocked the hell of me. My finger caught on fire, and... I'm still alive. I'm here. Maybe my bets will be better tonight. <laughs> Isn't that one of those things like uh, they say you always assume that a gun is loaded? Shouldn't you just always assume that, yes, I should that have a broken assumed. plug is plugged in? <laughs> and, and, of course, I was in a hurry as usual, and that's part of the problem that normally happens when that happens to someone. They're, they're not thinking and they're in a hurry. Well, Whereas Freddie- I wasn't in a hurry a couple nights ago during my sleep apnea, Deal, and let me explain something to you on that one. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do a sleep study. Yeah, you your know, doctor I, says do a sleep study. I, I you just say no. Uh, Freddie Bender said no. I did the one at home, and then I'm like, oh, piece of cake. Yeah, let me bring my pillow. I'll be over there tonight. You got a TV? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna watch the Wisconsin uh, bowl game there, and uh, I'll just crash out with my mask on and. Uh, and y'all can do your little uh, numbers and and all that, and it'll be all good. I get there, and I didn't know I was going to be hooked up like C three PO. I mean, so how I, do they expect you to sleep like that? Not to mention the bed's the size of a freaking Twix bar, and the <laughs> the the sheet was like a dish rag. Like I, I mean, dude, I I didn't even have a blanket. I just wore my sweats. It was like. And then you got a guy that stays up the whole time, and, and, and you can hear his voice. Like, he literally <laughs> knows what you're doing. If you move, uh, uh, you can put that on your other finger if you need to, that uh, device. Uh, you know, and that's at 3.30 in the morning. Like, it's like God talking to you. Uh, and Yeah, yeah so he knows by that. everything you're hooked up to do what you're doing. What in a the terrible room. job. It's weird. And then I said, you know what? I drink <laughs> I drink water. Yeah, he's getting ready to retire. He's been doing it a long time. I feel like three and you years gotta be a strange bird because I can tell you some of these old people that get up there to do this shit, yeah, they're not happy about it. He he even told me, I was like, I didn't know that it entailed all this. The guy watching you didn't know that? The, the guy yeah, no, the other people that show up there to do it, they're like, they have no idea that it's all the wires. Oh, okay. And, dude, I had I had like I sent you all that picture. I had wires all in my head, where he's Q-tipping and cl- uh, putting this paste on there, on my back. I mean, dude, it was insane. And then, uh, you know, then he I'm like, well, I got I drink ice water all throughout the night. He's like, you're gonna have to beat me, and I'm gonna have to come in and lift your mask up for you to drink for me to drink a goddamn drink of ice water. You're going to have to come in here? How do you keep ice in your water all night? 
I have one of the metal, you know, the new. Uh, Ooh, every, everyone in America has the hot and the mm-hmm. cold. Yes. Big uh, time. Anyways, yeah, can you imagine not being able to take a drink without someone? I can understand if I have to take a leak or something, but dude, it was insane. I was like, please get 5 a.m. here as soon as possible. That sounds And terrible. then he did lights off at halftime of the game. So you had to talk. And I'm like, you had to quit watching. So what I, happened if you pulled your phone out I and looked did. at it? Then he goes, uh, I can see you're on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I felt like Oz was talking to me, like the Wizard of Oz, I, you know. And, dude, I was, it was just crazy, dude. And I was like, can I, can, can this cannot come any sooner? Anyway, uh-huh. I am glad I'm here with you guys, and that is over with. Uh, by the way, I did check uh, the score of the game afterwards when I was on my way home, and I did cover on that i won on that well that's good that's good because you seems you like you've lost everything else really uh insane what goes on well freddie uh we are glad that you are still living one and uh made it through your uh sleep test i was also told i'm a a top 10 violent sleeper top 10 like 10 is the scale a 10 wonder what they say while you're awake <laughs> okay. I'd say top ten also there. Anyways, I had to get those off my chest. Well, I'm glad you did, and I'm glad that uh I'm glad everything worked out and that you're here and uh you're here to help us break down these uh these football games that are coming up in the next couple of days. Um I don't know, I was just going to uh throw it around the room and uh get you guys Let's just start off at the top. Let's start with the uh, with the two college football playoff games, and uh, then we can break down some of the other ones. But uh, I think the games most people are interested in, if you don't have a particular team that you root for uh, involved, are the two college football playoffs. So, uh, Tuna, why don't you give me uh, your initial thoughts about the uh, about the semifinal games? All right, on these two games, it's cut and dry. Michigan TCU TCU's a cute story, blah blah blah. Cute. No, seriously, and, and they they can do whatever. Michigan is the, they're going to punch you in the mouth, and you can do whatever you want to do, and you can have a game plan, whatever. Michigan's going to punch you in the mouth. They're going to get physical. They're going to make you play physical. I respect TCU now. I've given TCU a lot of crap on this podcast. They've they've kind of proven to me that they're a gritty team. And they may keep this halfway close for about two quarters, maybe to halftime. Reality is Michigan is just a physical beast yeah, that's going to wear them down. And I, I love Michigan to win this game. Not talking betting-wise, but I think Michigan wins this game by double digits, and I, I think that's going to pile on in the fourth quarter. When you turn around and you go into um, Georgia-Ohio State, Ohio State, this, this one's a little bit trickier to me. Georgia – Georgia's obviously a juggernaut, but Ohio State is probably the only team in college football that can match up with them talent-wise. Um, I think Ryan Day is going to get out coached heavily in this game. But either way, if things pan out, Ohio State has a, has a shot at keeping this game close and interesting. But ultimately, I think Georgia wins this game. Uh, getting smacked in the mouth by Michigan – I feel like Ohio State has had probably some of the best practices that they've had um, in years. And if anything, that team's going to come out focused. So Georgia's going to have a fight on their hands. But um, I think we're, we're looking at a Georgia-Michigan national championship game, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Ohio State certainly has nothing to lose. I mean, Absolutely. they're completely playing uh, with with house money here and – should come into the game as loose as loose can be. Whether that leads them to win the game is something uh, totally different. But I'm with you. I I see that game as being relatively close. You know, going into the fourth quarter, and I I think Georgia wins. I think eighty mm-hmm. percent. I think Georgia wins. But I'm not going to be blown off my bar stool. If they don't, not one bit. And uh, the way the Georgia fans talk, like it's just a joke game. I've heard a lot of uh, 
the Yankees in Ohio don't know how to play football. That that's coming out a lot. Um, I, I disagree with that statement, man. There's there's a lot of talent up there. Those Ohio kids, um, a lot of local Ohio talent. They Ohio State recruits Always. from all over the place. That's, Always, uh, that's a very talented team. They've got a lot of speed, a lot of size. I think a big problem with them is Ryan Day. I'm not sure that he can win that big game that they want, and uh, that's up to him to prove it at this point. So, at least keep it close. That's what we're looking for. Well, they have a hell of an opportunity. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Fred, what do you think? Uh, I couldn't have said it any better myself. Uh, I totally agree. We agree on everything. So I don't have that. Yeah, don't we? I, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, 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 you were hard on TCU throughout the year. I uh-huh. was hard on Michigan. Yeah, I thought they didn't play anybody, but now that they are here, it's a different story because there's a couple little side stories, you know, where hey, let me tell you something. You played Georgia last year. You got spanked. You now have been back. You know what it's all about. You know how to handle all the media, all the little things that happen for the two weeks that go on, practices and all that. And I think Michigan is there for one thing and one thing only, and they're there to play Georgia. So I think they're going to beat TCU, uh, but and they are looking for that rematch. They have that Georgia rematch on their mind, and – I'm not saying that Georgia is going to beat Ohio State. But they are hedging. They want Georgia. They don't want Ohio State. Because I'm going to tell you, if 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 Michigan and Ohio State play each other. Different ball game. The spread's going to change big time. Same and you're thing be looking yeah. at Alabama-Michigan last right, year. Right, right. You can't be. It's hard to beat the same team. What, yeah, about, Bama, what about Bama-Georgia? You can game plan and get tricky once. We beat them in the SEC once. championship. They're going to be ready for you the second time. Right. And, I, and that's why after I knew last year we were going to beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. I knew it. Mm-hmm. Uh but when we got to the national championship game, I was there. I knew I already had the I already had it in my mind that they were going to probably not come up short. Mm-hmm. And it, that's just how it is. It's just when you're big time teams like that. I will say lose, losing Jameson William or, or Jason William, Jameson Williams William, early yeah, was right. a was a big that, tough that blow. But they huge. um they they kind of manhandled Bama last year. So um, well depth depth will set in. I just have a hard time uh, for buying TCU. I think I the think fact they'll get them, they'll get a little tired. Georgia's best wide receiver is Lad McConkey. It's just when you compare him to what Ohio State's running out there, even at their three, four, five spots, like it's mm, it's just a different yeah. world. I understand Brock Bowers is a game changer, and and Jermaine, um, what, what's the other tight end? Jermaine Williams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those guys. The way Big they use pun, their tight ends Big is incredible. Pun. But um, I don't it, know. Uh, Stetson George Bennett, Pickens it, ain't out there this Stetson year. Stetson Bennett has been has really impressed me, and uh, I think he looks gonna, like he works at Cracker Barrel. Man, that kid does not look like a quarterback <laughs> at all. Right. Like, and credit to him, I guess, for taking. Can I get you some more biscuits? Yeah, yeah. Bring the cornbread this time, Stetson. <laughs> Well, Stetson's even the name of a if guy he, that works at Cracker Barrel. If he wins this national championship, <laughs> he's going to be the greatest Georgia quarterback of all time. So. Well, yeah. I mean, he's going to own a car dealership in Athens for the rest of his life, probably. But. I think he may get a little more than that. But, mm. but yeah, I, I think uh, unless you have something to add, Travis, I, I really think that it's going to be Georgia and Michigan. And after that, we'll have to talk about that another time. Well, I uh, the only thing I have to say about that is – uh, I'm leaning Michigan now strictly because, you know, in the hard-hitting media day uh, interviews, somebody asked uh, Jim Harbaugh what his favorite television shows were. <laughs> and, you know, I I understand, you know. I guarantee MASH is one of them. It wasn't. I but was but, but Bill, Bill Nye the science but guy. <laughs> you're thinking in, in, in the right era – for mash but of course as a coach you know he said oh i really love ted lasso and all that but he said he said uh ted lasso's right up there with the rockford files oh and i said any man that knows 
how good the Rockford Files Damn is. shit right. Is probably going to win a national championship this year. Yeah. So that is my scientific breakdown okay. of why Michigan is going to win the national title this year. Okay. I can respect that. All right, Matt. Who's now your, let's who's uh, your, let's wait, roll into the winner? games that matter. Well, wait. Who's your who's who's going to win it? Let's the say national it right championship. Now. Well, I feel like we'll approach that next week when well, when they're playing for it. But okay, if Michigan yeah. and Georgia match up, then uh, God, I, I thought it was this week. I, well, I'm, no, I'm the still, final four is this week. It's, yeah, my, I'm they, still they, smoking from the shock wave. They wait a week. <laughs> we got you, short circuit. Who's <laughs> uh, <laughs> <was> Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're getting on to the games that really matter because nobody really cares about the Final Four. Everyone cares about the TIAA Bank Field Bowl and the Hard Rock Stadium Orange Bowl. Those are the big bowls. So, let's go into this. Notre Dame, South Carolina. Everybody's on loving on Shane Beaner right uh, now. Well, they are. They are. And the SEC's not looking too good. SEC crap. is crapping their pants right now. The, every team for them has come out and looked terrible. Right. It's not good. I'm going against South Carolina in that game. I think Notre Dame smacks them. Notre Dame's currently a three-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. Mayor's not playing. No, Mayor's not playing. Either way, the defense – is legit, and the way the SEC has looked like they've been getting manhandled throughout the course of bowl season, I'm going with it. And we can drop down to Clemson and Tennessee. I think you and I are thinking the same on that one, too. Yeah, Clemson. Clemson, yeah. Little old Clemson and Dabo well, is going to win that game. Finally playing the phenom quarterback. Hell, they could be in a – you know, of course I, I think that kid's good. Was it Cade Klublik? Kubik, yeah, Kubik. I mean, uh, he's getting the start this week. Uh, we all know that kid's got talent. He's looked good every time he's come in for DJ. Right, which right. Which DJ, he just committed to um, Oregon State. He's going to be a beaver now. Wow. Yeah. He might go to Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, beavers, you're screwed for life. I don't I don't know about that. Oh, I mean, God. yeah, he's going to do well out there. Yeah. Um, Get your chainsaws ready. Exactly. Get your chainsaws ready. DJ's going to love that environment. Um, and I guess his brother, Mateo, he just signed with somewhere, I guess. Mm-hmm. Either way. What uh, bowl game is is Notre Dame and South Carolina again? Is that the Gator Bowl? That's the Gator Bowl. Okay. Uh, the TIAA Bank Gator Bowl. Yep. Formerly I, known as the Toyota Gator Bowl. Was Hyatt playing in that game, the wide receiver? No. 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 And Hendon Hooker's And that's the playing. Orange Bowl. Hendon Hooker is got an acl ripped out right so right. he's not playing uh jalen hyatt declared for the uh nfl so he is not playing and um one hit wonder <laughs> i mean for real uh, you know what you know, make man. A bet. hold on a minute hold on a minute you want to make a bet for the full year that uh, that wasn't a goofy play call by Josh Heupel to get him open 10 times this year. <laughs> that goofball kid ain't going to do shit He ran NFL. a gimmick play 10 I'm times. I'm going to make it my – I will hunt him down and find out where he's at uh, and who he's playing for, and I'm going to tell you, you ain't going to hear his name over Devin Duvernay. Well, he uh, he was going against a, or, uh, SEC talent, so I could see where he's going to have an uphill battle. Um, <laughs> so we can go to the SEC leading rusher last year who didn't even make the team in Baltimore. Was it Tyler Beatty? Yeah, yeah. He he got cut from Baltimore. Speaking of made which, the practice Travis, squad. So what does that say? What the hell? What about that game last night? Oh, yeah. Arkansas, Kansas. Yeah. Uh, what in the hell happened there? So interesting story. Uh, I was over at Freddie's last night watching uh watching games and other folks were in an area uh at freddie's palatial estate where there were multiple televisions i was in uh freddie's garage bar i don't mean to interrupt the lucky television but what just (laughs) happened florida state's up 32 25 when they were just down 14 points a few minutes ago i was looking at freddie's face and completely missed everything that transpired I haven't got the slightest idea. Oh, either, sorry, sorry to cut you guys but at off. This point, you guys, this is live recording. You guys are listening point, to the how the sausage is made. <laughs> hey, at this point, Matt, 
as I look at that score, I'm losing both of my bets. Well, that kind of <laughs> serves you right, really, for trying to hedge. <laughs> so I do have the over. I met Freddie's last night, and uh, I'm in his uh, in his garage bar. Everyone out watching the uh, Kentucky Missouri basketball game, which we will touch on here shortly. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I just assumed the last time that I had looked at the score, uh, Fred was feeling fairly confident that his bet of the under and of Arkansas covering was a pretty much a guaranteed done deal. And so I hadn't walked out uh, and looked at the score in quite some time. Freddie walked in, and I'm not sure I've ever seen a look on his face such as he had, and I said, Disgust. I said, what happened? And for those of you who may have just recently, uh, coming off Christmas, watched uh, A Christmas Story and were familiar with uh, the father, who they said could uh, you know, weave a tapestry of profanity unlike anyone you've ever heard, Freddie came in and started almost speaking in tongues. He was going, God, gun guys, I can do good gun guy. That can go and, one of two and ways. I said, What happened? And he couldn't, he really couldn't tell me. He just said, After at the end of this string I could, I of get it out. unintelligible gibberish, he goes, It's a tie game. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you looked at me like, It's a what? So I ran out. I asked somebody, What just happened? They said, Well, uh, Kansas scored, kicked an onside kick, got it, scored, went for two, and now it's tied. So, of course, uh, we went out and watched the watched the rest of that game. Which at one point we turned that almost turned that to another game. We did. I just wanted, yeah. I mean the the oh, that was a lock for a while. That game, if you watch that game from front to finish. Kansas completely dominated that entire game, front to finish, as as far as style of play. They had a handful of turnovers that screwed them, and, and they they really lost the field position battle. Right. But other than right. that, right. you could tell by watching that game, even when Arkansas was down or was up by eighteen, that this has ev- all the potential in the world to be a chippy game, and sure as hell they did it. Especially, I mean, Rocket Sanders went out early. He didn't come back in, and and that well, really that, hurt. That cost. That that was one of the yeah. major situations. That, that was happened. huge. That was huge. Um, KJ Jefferson played his butt off, and that that little quarterback, uh, Jaden Daniels from um, Kansas, the way that he started that game, as opposed to the way he finished it. You talk right. about sucking it up and going and, back and out there and, and playing. Folks, it's all not about betting. It was a great game. It was no, a it fun was a game. Fun game. I still enjoy watching these games and, and the excitement of them. Uh, uh, but we just figured that game was over. That's what was so crazy about it. And then we couldn't keep our eyes off of it till the end. Mm-hmm. It certainly I mean, was more they entertaining. Ran of, they ran out of ways to score. It was certainly more entertaining <laughs> than the uh, Kentucky basketball game. Oh, One thing before we move on, I, I want to get Freddie's thoughts on the Sugar Bowl. Alabama oh, for sure. at Kansas State. Well, just I'm glad give it you to asked. me. Yeah. Throw it to me, dude. Okay. Go to the bank. <laughs> Don't. Get out a whole lot of money. Not again. Nope. Get out a whole lot of money. I played this game one time and I lost. <laughs> get go to the blood bank. Yeah. Uh get out your Bitcoin. Uh put the house on the tide, folks. What is it? What's the spread and right give now? Give Freddie Minus a call. Six? I'll tweet his number out if you need a place to stay after you lose your home. What, what's the spread? Minus six, six and a half. Six, six and a half. Six and a half. And it has stayed there. And oh, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Uh, there's got to be something going on. Uh, the best thing that can happen to Bama is they fire their offensive and defensive coordinator, and Saban just coaches the team by himself. I'm that would you, be the best scenario. There's a reason for this, and I have yet to figure it out. But it, it's it's similar to the game tonight, Washington and Texas, where Texas is a three-point favorite. And when you look at this game on paper, on whatever, when you, 
there's nothing that says that that game should be a three-point game or why Texas is favored. But yet, and, and then all the money's going on Washington, which scares me. Alabama, you look at this game, there's nothing that says that the spread should be that close. That spread, if you're just raw handicapping it, from my aspect, is 12.5-point game. And I don't understand why it's that close and why it has not moved which scares the living life out of me. No, and, you're right. And it, I, I'm going to say it is scary. It has big vibes of 2013 Sugar Bowl, Louisville being this underdog to Florida, and had no right. chance of being on the same field yeah, as them, like Bama, Utah, way yes. back in the day. And they came in there and they punched them right in the face. And Kansas State is a chippy, scary team that could keep this. And, and may keep this game close. I think, Shouldn't I think this? But in may. all seriousness, I think the situation is this: if if Kansas were to hang around in that first quarter and show that they could score a couple touchdowns, which Bama know, I mean, you know, you can score on Alabama. That their defense has holes in it all over the place. Even though Will Anderson is playing, and uh, uh, uh. I do believe that, uh, you know, I mean, everyone for Bama is there except for the opt-outs and stuff, and there's, you know. There's not a lot for Bama. There's not a lot. I mean, you would you think it'd be more, goat, but there's well, not. You got the GOAT there with, with like, three weeks to prepare. Uh, See, my, I don't know, man. My I, gut I, tells I'm me just, this is when we find out about the guys that have been sitting deep on the bench at Alabama. This is the game where Saban's going to pull these guys out they're going to put him in, and he's going to get tricky, and he, he's going to come at, at Kansas State with everything he has. I think this is going to be a premier coaching job by Kansas or by by Nick Saban, and he's going to blow Kansas State out, and they're going to win this game heavily. But I'm just saying, don't feel so confident no, about I'm it not. because I'm, I really I believe know. that Kansas State has oh, this I chippiness to them. I the hell out of Kansas State. I think yeah. they're a great program. And there's a reason they're that spread always, has not moved. Yeah, you never see Kansas State go 2-10 and 10 or something. You know, they're, they mm-hmm. are a respected program. Absolutely. And always have been since the days of Bill Snyder. So They get those kids from Texas and Oklahoma. And, and they're uh, tough. And they, they have are, uh, they, got a lot of they, they almost got a chip on their shoulder because they weren't recruited by Texas or they weren't recruited by Texas A&M. Right, I and, agree. And Kansas State gets these guys. I agree. And uh, that's a team. I don't know. It's a and, scary and team. Quite frankly, this Kansas State team puts more points on the board than normal. Than they some do. Of the normal they really uh, do. Past teams that had sprawls that's, and that's one thing like about that. Kansas State. They've always played in the Big Twelve, which has been such a high scoring conference from start to finish. And, and Kansas State has always kind of been one of those teams that played defense in that conference. And. Um, but either way, like you know what you know what sucks is that you can't go by what's happening in the conferences right now. No, you can't. I know you're like make. I know we've made a couple jokes about that. Old Miss. By the way, shout out to Old Miss. Uh, go fart on yourself. I mean, <laughs> by the way, Kiffin. You showed like them. Kiffin. Great job. Way to represent. Uh, you let Texas Tech beat you. And you had both your running backs and everybody else there. You signed your hearty contract, and you got drummed. But at, at what point do we have this conversation about the SEC? Honestly, like, at, at what point does this happen? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying that there are – Because it's, it's this so seems hard. to be an annual issue. Well, I mean, there's opt-outs everywhere. It's not just the SEC. It, exactly. But uh, – I'm just saying we just hear, and it gets shoved at us, it gets shoved at everybody about – SEC, it just means more. It's a better conference, top to bottom, depth, blah, blah, blah. When it comes to interconference well, Georgia play, wins it all, there's your answer. So you're going to have one team that it's carries the water. The game. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Michigan, Ohio State, so where the you year, been? So the year that Step Clemson up. won the national championship, the ACC was the best conference out there? Uh, no, but they were, you know. I mean, I, I I don't know how you determine who the best conference is anymore with with all with the transfer rule. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if there's ever going to be just, one. All I'm there, saying is that I don't think there's that big of a separation between conferences as what people like to believe. You can't just say the Big Ten was crap, but minus. It was. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, we could say that about the SEC. What have they done interconference-wise other than Oregon and Georgia? That's what, there's no game. Like, Pittsburgh anymore. took Tennessee sucks. to the absolute wire into overtime right, for right. Tennessee, which was one of the flag carriers for the SEC. I agree. And there's no gauge anymore. Like, man, all your players are playing. And, and then, then you see the two team conferences meet up and teams do well. But now that they're all watered down, there's nothing to go by except who wins the championship. Yeah, and you look at, like, Alabama is a is a flag carry. If you look at the SEC and you're like, okay, well, if, even if they only have two teams and you're looking at Georgia and Alabama, and then you could go back to interconference play and look at Alabama and say, well, a, what, seven and five Texas team took Alabama to the absolute wire at home. You know what I mean? Like, I just – the, it's, I, I'm just saying, there's not this comfort separation that a lot of people like to believe that there is. Yeah, yeah. You just have to take it's each kinda, team for what day, it is. It's a new day, man. It is a new day. And it would be a little bit different if, like you said, Tuna, if we didn't just get beat over the head with it every week, it's every nonstop. year. It's nonstop. But, hell, they're doing it to try to get kids there. I mean, it's, like, it's a selling point. Oh, Arkansas is SEC. They're going to smack Kansas around. Oh, Missouri's SEC. They're going to dominate. Oh, Ole Miss is SEC. They're going to win that see, game. I don't re- recall hearing a lot of that this year because of the transfer portal. I haven't heard all that. So, you must be down there in Dixie somewhere. Everybody, sitting at a bar. Everybody's transferring, uh, though. Like, Every team's dealing that. with transfer, transfer right. portal. And if the SEC is what it is, then the depth is on their roster to sustain attrition. Okay, I get I get your point there. They should have more depth, yes. What do you think, Travis? I think this uh, Florida State-Oklahoma game is coming right down to the wire. Yeah, yes, buddy, it's got me sweating. Let's just kick a field goal and get out of here. Come on. <laughs> um. I did want to uh, switch gears quickly. Normally, we would spend a little bit of time, a little bit more time, discussing uh, the, the NC State Maryland game. Oh well, that <laughs> that goes without saying. But I mean, I'm I'm actually pulled for Oklahoma now. Uh, well, yeah, you got a big bet on them to hedge. <laughs> of course you are. But this weekend is Here's the a uh, vegetables fan is the latest incarnation of what uh, they used to call the dream game around here, Louisville and Kentucky in basketball, um, usually a marquee game in the world of college basketball. This year, not so much. Um, Clunker. I think we call it the nightmare game now. <laughs> Louisville still struggling mightily at one and what are they? Two and uh, one we're two and, and 11, I believe. Have they won two games? We've won two games. Oh, wow. Yeah. Western Kentucky and oh, um, Florida A&M. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Big win against Western Kentucky. Yeah. Suck it, toppers. And uh, Kentucky is, I mean, to be quite frank, Kentucky is struggling right now. Yeah, they're crap. Uh, they did not look good last night against Missouri. They have no identity. None. And if you think Toshibwe is their identity – you're crazy. Well, this is a guy that does not post up. National, and, and, national and player of the year. The ball where they can work the ball around. He is literally has his back to the to them sometimes. Jordan trying Travis to fight for position to get a missed shot, and that's how he gets his rebounds. And I just don't understand. Uh, there is no go to person on the team. Yes, Tashibwe is. He came back. He's the player of the year, um, All-American, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't play good defense. He doesn't uh, box out to try to get the ball so we can work the ball around. in a nor- We don't run any kind of offense. To be fair to Oscar, though, teams are collapsing oh, their know. entire they defense are. down are. on him and saying, show me somebody outside right. the circle that can shoot the basketball. And as of right now – Especially when they play good teams, me, there is nobody that can consistently knock down a jump shot. No, when it comes no. to Oscar, why is he putting it on the on the court all of a sudden? When he comes down with a rebound, he's putting it on the floor now, and that's something that he's never done. He, he, he's took it, taken it up or passed it out he does quickly. Put it on the floor now. and he's it seems like it's it's causing chaos every time he puts it on the floor. 
And I don't know why he keeps doing that, but I wish I'm glad to see it because I don't like Kentucky. But and Jacob <laughs> Toppin is another question mark. Like oh, I really God. thought that that kid was going to be something incredible. He's more worried about his and hair. And he just looks sad on the basketball court. Yeah, I don't know if something's going on in his outmatched. personal life. If him and Cal are not getting along, I don't understand how he could not be outmatched last year, but yet he's outmatched this year. It, I, I don't know. I it, don't. It just looks like to me that he has no idea what his role is. On, mm. on, Nobody on, does on this team, but but he in particular, it really sticks out Absolutely. to me when uh, I watch oh them yeah. play. He's frustrated twenty four seven that he Completely doesn't seem to know stuff. exactly what he's supposed to be doing, and you know because he can shoot the three, but then he's uh, running around. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, I'm a Fierro guy, everybody knows Fierro? it. Fierro, oh. Fierro, and I think he should be playing way more. He finally gets in. He finally plays a lot. I could see you driving you know, a Fierro, Pontiac oh, I, Fierro. I love those Fierros. They're <laughs> fast. And uh, but he is a kid that I think can help this team, and I think he needs to get more playing time other than this game. But he was very timid. In this game, as you would be if you just got but thrown to the wall. They were a completely different team, especially for those first like six, seven minutes that he came in the game. Right, their right. defense got better, and he hit two threes. Yeah, they they pushed, but then he quit shooting. Well, yeah. I, if I was him, I'd have been like Derek Miller, dude. Like shoot it. If I'm in, I'm going all for it. I mean, that's another thing. The freshman, when you have a freshman that's your go-to guy at this point. I mean, you're we're in trouble, and this is a freshman that is good. Do we have a spread yet for the Louisville Kentucky game? There's not. I just I just checked. Yeah, I'm curious to see what that's going to be. I'm going to guesstimate right now and hold me to this. I'm going to say fourteen and a half. That's exactly what I was yeah. going to say. I was going to yeah. say fourteen and a <laughs> half think, is a good number. I think that's the spot on number. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what I'd do in that game, <laughs> and I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to bet it, but. I'm just curious oh, about am. that. I don't I know. know. What are you going to do in that game? I don't know. I think Kentucky, there's no reason that they shouldn't beat us by 40 points. Look at this. This is the coolest moment ever on TV, guys. There's a player. I'm not sure who he is. He plays for Florida State. He's down. He's getting carted off the field. The entire team ran off of the sideline, sprinted, and huddled around the cart while I was pulling him off in like a show of support. That was a very cool yeah, moment. That's, that's cool. Love seeing stuff like that, man. Don't score. Like to get hurt with a minute twenty seven left. Oh, that's brutal. In, in in the season, that that's tough. That's why it, moments like that is why you can't blame guys for sitting out bowl games. They're going no pro. doubt. I mean, that's that's the truth. You can get mad about it all you want, say it's ruining the game, but that that right there is why you you cannot get upset. Well, I'm I'm going to tell you right now that if the spread on the Kentucky Louisville game. Is fourteen and a half. Mm, you're gonna hammer I, the cats. I'm doing one of uh, Freddie's. Sell your house. Take the money out of your kids' college fund, <laughs> um, because as as quote unquote poorly as we say, uh-huh. Ken- Kentucky has been playing. Louisville still, to me, doesn't have a functional basketball team. Um, we have and- one common opponent: Florida A and M. Aha. We watched Florida A&M play over here against Kentucky while we recorded, I think, the episode that two is weeks right. ago. Uh, Florida A&M, by the way, got smoked tonight by Purdue. <laughs> yeah. Well, Florida A&M gave Kentucky all they wanted for about Until 38 yep. minutes. Until late in the ballgame. Yep. That's right. So you Put that in your pie hole and keep it, and we'll see what happens. My pie hole's jammed full of shit right let, now. Let me tell you something. Here's the deal. Louisville's awful, and yeah. Kentucky is average. Yep. So, but that's right. We're going into this with absolutely nothing to lose, and Cal's little butthole is going to be so tight, so tight because right. he's he's catching hell, man. And he doesn't want to. They want his head. Down I there. want his head. And well, he, I'm going to tell you right now. This is why you don't because we're for one. Oh, he is. Who a, are we going to get? Who he, are we no, get? he's got a fifty million dollar buyout that you're not going to pay, and we're going to get whoever he has we a, want. He has a lifetime contract. For a lifetime out loud. contract that's a fifty million dollar buyout that, that requires a million dollars a year. It's a fifty million dollar buyout on top of one million dollars a year for the rest of his life. 
So, which would scare me. I'd be worried I'd get sniped sometime while I'm just hanging out on the beach. But <laughs> either way, that you know and what? the fact that next year he has the kind of class coming in that Cal is good at coaching. You know, He's good at coaching 18 year olds straight out of high school that are quick and fast and can beat guys off the dribble. That's oh, what he dude, needs. He me, needs superstars. Dude, he can't deal with these transfers. I don't know. He's been doing that for years. Here's the. You know what Cal has. But done? here's the thing. He's going to be successful next year, and you your, guys are going to be happy about it for the next five years quit after. Being loyal to your loser assistants, get rid of them, clean house, and bring some people in that know what the hell they're doing. Some up and coming coaches with Didn't X's he just and O's. Do get that? rid of Bone Crusher Smith. He just brought Bruiser Chen Coleman. Flint. In from uh, Illinois, who oh. was successful at Illinois, okay. along with Orlando Antigua, who I personally hate. Oh, he's awful. He's already been fired twice. As a head coach, but he's been good as an assistant. He's a recruiter. That's all they care about. Well, that's what you he's need right now. He's too comfortable in his own shoes. He's too, I mean, I'm telling you, Cal needs uh, to... I don't know, man. Barnhart w- needs to put a little fire in him. I mean, Barnhart and him don't even talk to each other, man. football coach did. I can they tell you that. They have no rapport you with know, each other. You know, I saw a thing that someone sent me today, a stat that said that the football team has a better winning percentage the last eight years. 67 games or something or like that. That's what I've seen. 67 games than Kentucky yeah. basketball. Yeah. Give me a break. They've, it wasn't a winning percentage. They actually won more games Yeah. than UK in the last 67 games. The football team has won more games than the basketball team in the last sixty-seven games. And, and wow. got, which is we can talk about. I, I, I personally love that. Hey, let me ask you a question: Who awesome. won the late game uh, uh, in the SEC? There were some really good matchups last night. Was that Alabama? Uh, Alabama won. Alabama Are you talking basketball? Won. Yeah. Basketball. Oh yeah, I, don't know. I was in some, a football coma. There were some games where you know a couple teams that were eleven and one versus eleven and one were playing and. Uh, um, uh, I I think Tennessee beat Ole Miss Tennessee in the beat SEC. Okay. Uh, Auburn beat Florida. Okay. Of course, we already talked about Missouri. That and Tennessee Kentucky. Ole Miss game came down to the wire, didn't it? I was watching the score on the it ticker. was that was it, a very close game, wasn't it? It was close. Yeah. Uh, LSU squeaked out a win at home against Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a big win. And then uh, when Nick Smith comes back, Arkansas is going to be a handful. That team is scary, and they're athletic as can be. And when Nick Smith actually comes back to play, that's a team I would put a future bet on. Alabama won 78-67 against Mississippi State. <laughs> Both those teams being 11-2, and two, I mean, that's a – Look, I'm going to talk a lot of trash about SEC football. One thing I will not talk trash about is SEC basketball. There are some excellent coaches in that league. There that's are. a really good league when it comes to basketball from top to bottom. Like that's a every week when, when SEC play starts, every game night in and night out is going to be a battle. That's going to be fun. Yeah, to watch the Big Ten's the same way. Yes. I mean, there are no nights off. I agree. Uh, you go on, you go on the road. On the road in the Big Ten or the SEC, every single night it's a it's an absolute war. Mm-hmm. And I, that's what I love. That's what I love about college basketball. I mean, I I get into the conference, you know, into the NCAA tournament and everything. But I, when I was growing up, to me, it was just as big a deal when Indiana won the Big Ten conference. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking not the stupid conference tournament. I'm no. talking the Big Ten conference, regular season conference. Yeah, it was just a big a deal for me. If Indiana won the Big Ten as it was almost to like make a Final Four or whatever, I know it's not like that anymore, mm-hmm. but because it is so difficult in the NCAA tournament, you know, you get good matchups or whatever, you play close to home a couple times, so be it. But Jesus, on the in the Big Ten or the SEC, I mean, look, Kentucky. Let's say Kentucky or anybody. Goes into let's just uh, let's say Vanderbilt uh-huh. this year. That's not an easy game. Not at all. Playing at Vanderbilt's never been easy. But just use another example: going into like Ole Miss, Ole Miss, or yeah, uh, 
Indiana went to uh, went to Rutgers and got their brains beat out. Absolutely, and Rutgers is not ago. a good team, but the rack is always a headache. Yeah, and and uh, I just, I know all about the rack, and I'm with you on that. Like when it comes to the, like there was it was short lived, but there was a stretch when Louisville was in that Big East, and that Big East night in and night out. Yeah. Winning that Big East meant so much more Absolutely. to me, and that's what like I know about the rack and Absolutely. going to Madison Square Garden and playing St. John's, who hasn't yep. been good in years, and. Seton Hall playing those teams like that and, and it was such a physical game and like you would go in there and just get punched in the mouth like night in and night out and I loved college basketball at that era it was a lot of fun but no I totally get it I I, I, I completely agree with the Big Ten um, winning the Big Ten how it would mean more so, and Florida State just just wins. Congrats, baby! Let's get it, Florida State. Not a cover, but it's a win. Let's get out of there. ACC takes another victory home. God, we're a football conference. Who'd ever thought it? Who'd have thought it? I had two and a half. Who'd have thought it? Had Oklahoma two and a half. Had your oh, what a what a nightmare! I'm so pissed. What a nightmare! <laughs> At least I had the over. <laughs> That means I lost both those bets. I lost Jesus, both covers. Son. Tuna, uh, I did want to uh, give a quick shout-out. Uh, Tuna brought over a growler of beer tonight. Mm, so good, isn't it? From uh, a place in Bardstown called Scout and Scholar. Can you tell me what this beer is called and what type of beer it is? Uh, it's called, uh, I love the name of this beer. It's, uh, it's a Belgian blonde L, and uh, the name of it is Give Me Three Steps. Uh, get out the door before her husband finds out, baby. I love it. I love it. You got, you got a little blonde cutie. You got to get out the door. Uh, no, it's great. It's a great little brewery down in Bardstown. They just opened, uh, I guess, about a year ago, maybe. Um, but they they got some really good beers. There's another uh, easy drink in American Lager called Old Buddy that's uh, a go-to of mine also. So a shout-out to Scout and Scholar Brewing Company in Bardstown, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. If you're ever uh, in the Bardstown area, I would recommend uh, swinging in there and checking it out. Absolutely. Good food, too. Soup of the day and a grilled cheese for eight bucks. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> um, I wish I had that day. <laughs> uh, that, you know what? Uh, I wanted to say something about... Um, I want to give a shout out to Joey McGuire. You know who he is? Yeah, he was an agent for uh, Rod Tiddell. No, Joey McGuire is the head coach <laughs> of Texas Tech. Folks, let me tell you something. It wasn't an SEC team failing. It was a coach named Lane Kiffin getting out coached by the new hottest guy on the market, and you're hearing it here first, Joey McGuire. Folks, keep your keep it pay attention, close attention to the head coach at Texas Tech. He is the real deal. You know, you were telling me that earlier, and, and like I said, you go back and you look at his conference record. I mean, he coached a great bowl game, and I give him credit for that. And I can name numerous coaches, especially like fill in coaches that coach great bowl games. But his regular season record did not do anything to impress me. He was actually the captain of inconsistency. Well, I mean, well, the big, I'm thinking we're finding out that the Big 12 was pretty tough. Are we? I, yes, I think we are. Okay. I think the I think top to bottom, the Big 12 may have been the best uh, conference in football. Oh, I love hearing you say that because I think I was trying to talk you into that at the beginning of the year. Well, even though the Pac-12 my eyes had just more... Rolled. My eyes just rolled back into the back of my head yeah. hearing Freddie uh, say that. See, but, they didn't have the one team <laughs> that, ca- that was the carrying the water that looked greater than everybody. I know TCU's in, but they haven't looked spectacular. Right. But, but there was a bunch of teams that were all on the same level that were very tough football teams. Don't forget the Pac-12 had most teams to finish off the AP Top 25, and that was six. Yeah. Yeah, and then one of their top teams went toe-to-toe with a depleted North Carolina team last night with zero secondary. There were dudes that looked like me out there playing secondary for, right. for North Carolina right. last night, right. and they barely beat North Carolina. I, that was an unimpressive That's showing true. for Notre for or Oregon with last Bo night. With Bo Nix. I know they yeah. didn't have Sewell and some of those uh, yeah. Oregon didn't, those defensive players. No. I mean, he's, he's a freaking first-team All-American. He wasn't there. 
So, well, here's the hope. I think the big thing Noah is going to be watching that Utah. Is. Who does Utah? Utah has a tough game. Penn State. Oh, yeah. Penn, State. Penn State. That's a game I'm really looking that's forward to. That's a Rose Bowl. I, I wanted to talk about that yeah. game, actually. Yeah. Let's get into that because I think that's going to say a lot about the Pac-12 and where they're teams at. are going to play hard. I'm telling you, they're going to have a lot of people playing for both of them, mm-hmm. both teams. That's um, I think Tulane Southern Cal is going to be interesting. That's a 5 p.m. Monday night game. I'm putting my money on What a way Tulane. to cap off bowl season. That's our last bowl, I think, before the championship game. Yeah, don't forget, so, bowls, those games right. are on a Monday. Monday, the NFL not, bumped them. Not New Year's Day Sunday. They're on you're going to have to go to work the next that day. That shows how much power the NFL has. They're like, we know you always play these games on New Year's Day. And it's tradition, but guess what? We're the NFL, so suck it, college. Not to mention the one and two best teams in the NFL play that night. Uh, Bengals, Bills. Uh, Who? Okay, you, I thought so you said one and two. Bengals, Bills. Yeah. Yeah, so two. like like uh, so, two and eight. But, Travis, I really do think that, that Penn State, you know how high I am on Penn State. I have I, bet I do. them Are all you year. high on Penn State? I bet them the whole year and won with them. I, I mean, every I feel like game. I've been taken up for Michigan for beating them up. No, Penn State was a, gr- uh, was a great That dude team. just got clotheslined by Nitrain Lane. He catch uh, that? Yes, he did. What a catch, That's a flea uh, flicker for Washington on the first play of the game. My man, right. Mike Penix. Let's go, Penix. We need this win. I think all three of us have money on uh, Washington tonight. <laughs> I think we which do. Is like, which scares up. the hell out of me again because, like, any time we bet together, we're screwed. I've got overs. We changed the world tonight, boys. And everything on this game. Yeah, we can't keep up with all your bets, buddy. You, you're betting on what color shoelaces they're let me, wearing. Let me uh, – I don't want to let everyone know that I will be uh, hanging up in my – Backyard area called the Capstone, uh, where I have uh, four TVs and, and uh, where we watch a lot of our games. And no, uh, they're just donated TVs, folks. Uh, but we have them. We have them plugged in. Stolen. And I'm going to be hanging my Stolen pirate TVs. flag for Mike oh, yeah. Leach. And I cannot wait to hang it up with a cowbell next to it. Uh, that will be rolling in my neighborhood. Uh, so I'm pumped for Mississippi State, I hate to Illinois. say it, but Illinois, is, I really think that Illinois is going to steamroll Mississippi State. And I don't even think it's going to be close. And then it I'm, depends on I have it exactly flip flop. Okay. I, I think I Mississippi State just motorboats them. I, I hope they do. And I'm not betting on that game for that reason because I'm going to be watching that game pulling for Mississippi State the entire time. Well, that's my. But that, my gut tells me that is my. I can see who's playing. Though. That's that's my we betting. Did. That's my betting with my. Illinois? I've got it. Yeah. That's my betting they're, with my heart game. Down. Betting with my heart yes. game mm-hmm. is Mississippi State so minus. Minus one and a half. They're all American corner. You're mm-hmm. telling me all these players are playing for Illinois. The, no, the they're they're missing some, they but have. also Mississippi State's missing some guys also. Okay. So it's um I can go through the full list here if, if if you want to be bored for a little bit. No, I don't. But exactly. But Penn State Utah really has the makings to be a great game. And you know what? Who don't want to watch Tulane? And Southern Cal. Like, Is it the I'm Cotton so, Bowl? I am pumped to watch Tulane come in here with everybody. Yeah, it'll be I'm cool. I'm telling you right now, is that quarterback playing for USC? I believe he is, and I'm curious to see if he has fuck Tulane written on his fingernails well, guess like what? he does every other team. Tulane's going to have something written on him. What's Tulane going to have? Honestly, they, I mean, surprise. that's another cute story, and I'd love to see them beat them, but reality is what it is, and – USC's a well-coached team. Um, as Tulane is also, but there's a talent differential there. Travis, we getting close. I, I feel like we've made some of our picks, but how did we do last week? Um, we all did terrible. Yeah. We did terrible. We're just not going to focus on last week. There's no reason to dwell on, on the past, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm looking here, and I took Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> let's focus on that now uh <laughs> central florida yeah let's focus on that i said i was taking central florida and i bet duke and won on i know before it. the like, game we I all talked that? about how we're all betting duke because they had like four dudes on their entire team right, that opted right. out Right, that was a yeah. great and win my number one bet is going on right now that's As washington and mike just threw a pick i think that's okay 
Um, Colin even went 0-2 last week. My nephew, my we're bringing but, Colin down to our level. Uh, he but, was so good till he started associating with us. Right. I'll tell you what, he ever since he took UConn, he uh, <laughs> he he felt so bad about it. He's spending the week in a mansion in uh, Marathon Key, Florida. God. So oh. I do not have. He's been radio silent. I do not have uh, picks from him this week. Well, which... Tell him he needs to get down to Captain Tony's and watch the damn Mississippi State game there. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be cool? I'd love to be able to feel bad <laughs> enough about that? something where Dude, I spend it in a mansion. I will tell you right now. I will be. How many? You know what? How many people you think are going to be at Captain Tony's watching that? Yeah, game? I don't know That'd what Captain Tony's is, but you just look like a dude that hangs out at a place it's called a, Captain Tony's. It's, it's a it's great a bar in Key West, Key West that, that Mike Leach has. Everywhere. And it's Mike like, Leach has his name. It's, like it's made out of paper. Mike Leach has his name on a bar stool at Captain Tony's. If Rex and Rob Ryan don't hang out there, then I don't want to hang out there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this place looks like it's made out of paper. The inside, there's so many business. Cards Sounds fancy. That have been there. It's real for cool. Years no. and years. It's real cool. Um, we are getting towards the end of. Uh, of our allotted hour, I would like to uh, remind everybody that we are on social media on Twitter at Blockout Pod. That is at Blockout Pod. I am going to start our weekly picks off with the aforementioned Mississippi State, betting completely with my heart, not with my head. I'm taking Mississippi State minus one and a half against Illinois. Tuna, go. All right. This is an easy one. Uh, UCLA minus it was minus seven earlier today. It's minus eight now, so I'm gonna roll up still with UCLA to cover the eight. Um, Keaton Slovis out. Not that that matters because the kid's a turd anyway. But Pittsburgh just cannot hang with with what UCLA has going on. So uh, Brian Kelly has. Uh, I'm taking him over Pat Narduzzi all day in that one. So UCLA to cover the eight. What you got, Freddie? Wait, Brian Kelly. Um, Chip Kelly. There you go. Chip Kelly. That, that, for two dudes <laughs> with the last name Kelly that both look so much like each other to not be related, I have a major issue with that. One has a uh, Cajun accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. One of, them, one of them's Cajun now. I forgot. Freddie, give me something. Well, short, sweet. Simple. Bama. I'm not betting anybody else. Bama. Yeah, I'm not betting any of these little silly games. You're betting every game. You already I'm did. I'm betting the Alabama Crimson Tide minus six and a half. Tease it down. Do what you want. Tease it up. I don't know what bowl game it is. Yeah, it's the Sugar Bowl. Uh, but I'm telling you, Alabama. Big over K-State. What are we doing That's with the Iowa-Kentucky under at 31 right now? The Iowa-Kentucky Iowa, under is the Lock. lowest. Hold on. The lowest record-breaking record breaking game in Vegas history. It, was, it beat uh, Illinois-Iowa this year, which they did cover uh, the under in that game. Uh, and uh, now you've got Kentucky- Iowa, and you know what I'm doing? I'm taking the over. <laughs> oh, my. What a twist. Like M. Not Shyamalan here. <laughs> I'm taking the over. It's just. Freddie sees dead it's people. Not enough, it's, it's, it's not enough points. I'm, I'm, I'm I love 31. that. I love that. 31. What a twist. If there was ever a twist, I love and it. Well, that is my two picks. That is a perfect way to end this episode. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, we would like to uh, thank everybody who's been with us since we started. Uh, we hope everyone has a wonderful uh, New Year's Eve and does great on their uh, bets. Coming up, uh, the football should be phenomenal this weekend. Uh, can't wait to watch. And let's all – oh, wait. I think Freddie has something to say. Hey, Tua, stay healthy. It's impossible. <laughs> well, yeah, we didn't touch once on the NFL. We'll learn, get you next learn, weekend. Learn, yeah. how, learn how to fall. Playoff playoff preview next week. Yep. Get you a fall coach. We will get guy. we will get into uh we'll get into the NFL uh here in the next week. Um but we do want to thank everybody that's uh, been listening. Uh hope everybody has a wonderful New Year's Eve. 
Wishing you a happy new year from behind the master control desk in the downstairs pub. This is Travis Carter on behalf of the fabulous one, Freddie Benders and country Matt Kempf saying so long, everybody. Thank you.